Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is how they do. Nah. Uh, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It's your boy, Five Mikes, coming to you once more. The Idea of Manhood, Season 2, Episode 16. Uh, thank you all so much for tuning in. I'm still living off the high of last week. Um, last week's episode was called Celebrate, Celebrate, Celebrate. Ah, and I'm still living off that high. Thank you for everyone that listened. Um, that was one of my that was that was one of my favorite episodes to record. I don't know what it sounded like going back and listening to it, but to record that was a fun one. I was standing up, I was freestyling, I was reminiscing about the party, uh, and it was great. And you know. That episode was really parallel and reflective of just where I am in life in general. Like, to me, everything is a celebration. Like, everything deserves to be celebrated. Um, Not really a whole lot of room in my life for negativity. It's really not. Like, if you think about it, why? Like, what do we... There's nothing in my life that is... uh, you know, that, that everything is worth celebrating. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I'm not that excited with the political landscape in our country, but, you know, when it comes to me and my family, uh, my wife, my children, my mom, my, you know, relatives, you know, just my brothers and sisters, like my friends, the people around me are worth celebrating. And that's, that's the space I'm in, right? And so... The title of this week's episode is uh, Blocked, a Facebook story. Um, And it's really, really interesting. So for those of you that follow me on Facebook or wherever, um, you probably saw that there was an exchange on Facebook between a lot of people, me and a lot of people. And... When it happened last night, or when it came to a close last night, Wednesday night, I, uh, you know, ultimately, I was embarrassed. You know, straight up, I was embarrassed. And I wasn't embarrassed because, you know, somebody corrected me, you know, if somebody had anything content-wise that was different than what I was thinking. If I said something about Trump and somebody came back and like, oh, well, Trump, it wasn't, I wasn't mad about the content. I wasn't embarrassed about that. I was just embarrassed about the levels of engagement. Right? And um, so last night after the incident ended, after the whole thing ended online, I came in and I recorded a episode. I came in and I recorded an episode and I loaded it. Like it was loaded up as a, as a matter of fact, right now as we speak, that episode is in queue to be released this morning at seven o'clock. And, you know, I, with the episode I recorded last night, wasn't disparaging towards anyone. I didn't call anyone out of their name. I didn't, you know, I didn't, uh, I didn't go in on anyone. You know, people like, oh, Mike's going to go in. No, I didn't go because that's not the space I operate in. Um, but I went into too much detail. 
I went into too much detail as if I was defending myself, right, in last night's episode. So, you know, last night, uh, you know, I recorded the episode. I felt good about it. I was like, word, I'm going to put this out there. Boom. It wasn't aggressive. It wasn't. It was just, it was just from my perspective facts and put it out there. You know, I was prepared to put it out there and went to bed last night. No problems. Checked the weather. You know, everything looked like we were going to have a delay. I wake up this morning, it's raining, but whatever, you know. And I went to bed, cool. Slept like a baby. Woke up this morning at 5 o'clock, as I do every morning. Prepared to work out. And I don't know. God spoke to me. For real. God spoke to me and said, you're doing it again, Mike. You're letting people too close to you. Now, some of you might be thinking, like, oh, you have a podcast. Like, what are you talking about? Like, everybody has access to you, right? But it was different. Yesterday's exchange on Facebook was different. And without going into the details, because the details don't really matter in terms of why people were upset with each other, why people were upset with me, um, a little context is is helpful, right? So, uh the space that I've created online for me is, is very protected. So even though, you know, I allow some interactions out, listen to the words that I'm choosing, right? And then apply this to whatever aspect of your life, because to me, this, these are universal concepts. This isn't about five mics. This isn't about Mike. This isn't about anybody. This is about everybody. And I think it's not even necessarily about Facebook. But the place and the space that I created online is very, it's, it's personal, but it's purposefully personal, right? Um, you know, Facebook is designed to share you know, the story of your life, if you think about it. Like, you know, people make fun of, oh, I quit Facebook, da 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 And even in the past when people or things that have happened on Facebook has, you know, pissed me off, like, oh, I quit, I'm not. I never was a type to be like, I'm going to quit Facebook because, you know, like my mom's on Facebook, my dad is on Facebook. I have family members, I have students that I, you know, was a dean for, you know, on Facebook. I have people I grew up with, people that I don't really connect with. So even if I don't post as frequently, like Facebook to me is a very purposeful place that I created on my page, right? As a matter of fact, you know, when Facebook first started, it was kind of one of those things where it's like, you know, somebody friended you or you saw somebody's picture, like, oh, yeah, that's my boy from high school. I'm going to add him. Oh, yeah, I went to elementary school with him. You know, that's that dude. Oh, look at that. And there's something about seeing somebody's face and connecting their face to a feeling or to a memory. It's like, oh, it makes you feel nostalgic. It makes you feel like you know people when you really don't. That's the danger and the beauty, I guess, for lack of a better word, of Facebook. Like, you see somebody, and you're like, oh, you go back to the last time y'all interacted, you go back to the last exchange you all had, 
probably focusing on the pleasant trees of that interaction. And that's dangerous. Because some of those some of those interactions might have been from 20 years ago. As you all know, I'm 40 years old, so I was in high school 23, 4, 5 years ago. There are a handful of people from high school I've kept in touch with. But you see somebody like, oh, I remember them from algebra class. Oh, and you add them. And, you know, usually it's fine. Usually it's like, oh, cool. Look, look at the little family. That's cool. Oh, look at that. They, they graduated from whatever. They got a new job. Cool. Awesome. Because people are supposed to use the space. I use the space. I don't know say people. I use the space as a place to encourage exchange to share information to you know not be fully authentic because facebook isn't necessarily designed to to give the ups and downs you know i see facebook as a place where you don't really go to the extreme extreme extremes like you won't be like oh you know some people might say oh i got married or i got a new job or you know but those extreme moments of joy that you share with family, like with your close crew of friends, you might share pieces of it on Facebook, but you're not going to give everything. And the same thing with the opposite and those like moments of sorrow, those moments that like you would share with your personal people, you might share certain aspects of it on Facebook and the like, but you're not going to go deep, deep, deep into it because you just, uh, I don't, I'm going to say that I don't. That is the brand that I've created for my page. And really, as I was thinking about it and why I chose to redo this episode is because that's the brand that I've created for myself, for my life. So I think anybody that knows me would say that I've, I'm probably one of the most consistent people that you know. So... The same way I'm talking to you right now is the same way I talk at work. It's the same way I talk to my children. It's the same way I talk to my wife. Like, I don't really have a Facebook persona or Instagram persona. I'm not, uh, you know, a keyboard thug. I'm not a, you know, that's just too hard for me to remember. Like, oh, who was I on this? How was I acting on this yesterday? So... I try to keep it consistent. And so for the most part in my life, I enjoy peace and tranquility. Like everybody knows I can get into it. I have a way with words. I can go toe to toe with the best of them. And I have. And, you know, even in some of the more dramatic exchanges or even in some of the more heated exchanges, I don't get personal with people. I don't. That I don't get my jollies off that. You know, with my boys when we're joking on each other, yeah, I'm going in. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? If 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 I'm talking to my boys, I'm, I'm starting mad fires. You know what I'm saying? Because those are my people. Those are my friends. They know me. I know them. But let me tell you something. I had a mentor, and I think I may have told this story in the podcast before. Uh, I had a mentor when I was at the University of Maryland. Uh, I had a difficult time at at the university because 
I had a supervisor that just we didn't really connect and vibe the way you know I thought we should have um and at that time you know I was younger I took things more personally and I still take a lot of things personally that's something about me that eh, maybe not maybe might not not change you know what I'm saying so at Maryland I took you know I was, I was in a space and uh there was a, a older woman on campus that you know, I worked with in different capacities, and she be kind of came a pseudo mentor for me. And we met weekly, and you know, she took time out. Of, she didn't really had to do this. She took time out of her schedule and really like, kind of, you know, in in a short time, in eight nine months, I really just reset me on the right track. You know what I'm saying? You know. This is goes in for another episode, but folks that work in high schools and in universities, you know, you're the adult around younger people. But what a lot of people don't talk about is how, like, the energy around you impacts you. So if you're around a young energy, like, it keeps you young, and that's a good thing and a bad thing. And I think at that time in my life, I was just in a young space. Like I was, you know, I was, you know, I, I was probably, my, I was in my 30s at the time. But, you know, when you're around college kids about, you know, you get to that vibe. Like you're just in a younger space. And I was definitely, you know, I wasn't as mature as I wanted to be, as I thought I was. And the words that I shared with this woman, I, I'm not going to say her name, but I um like just really changed the trajectory of my professional career and my personal career, my marriage, you know, um, just put a lot of things in perspective. And basically what she told me was, she told me, Mike, you know, spent the last few weeks talking and I see what the issue is. She's like, I'm not going to call it a problem because it is what makes you you. But I see what the issue is and where some of the confusion comes from. I was like, what are we talking about? What? Problem, confusion, issue, what? You know, but she said, uh, she said, Mike, you need to establish better boundaries. I was like, huh? Boundaries? Because as a student affairs person, as someone that worked on a campus, like that's, that's student affairs one-on-one. You know, that's working in schools one-on-one. You know, that's, you set boundaries. You don't let the students get too close to you. You know, you, you establish like, oh, this is my personal career. This is my professional career. You know, there was a point in time where I lived and worked on campus. So I thought I was the master of setting boundaries. What are you talking about setting boundaries? I do that, done that, understand that. I know that, right? Um, but she was like, no, 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 listen, think about a house, think about a fort, think about a castle. All of these things have an entry point and no one can do harm for you, harm to you. She told me, unless you let them in, you let down the drawbridge, you open the door. And she was like, Mike, from the beginning, you let people right in. 
you don't peek your head out and be like, can I help you? You know, what, what do you mean? You don't ask people what their intentions are. You don't, you're trusting. You know, she was like, you're a counselor. That's what, that's counselors have to, by trade, let their guard down so they can let people in so that they can fix them, right? You're a fixer. So to let people, you know, to fix people and to fix things and to fix processes, like you have to go in and you have to let people in. And she was like, that's great. But she was like, you have to be careful about who you let close to you. And boy, when she told me that, it's like, I don't know. You ever, you ever been doing an exercise wrong? Are you doing something wrong with your body? And then a trainer or somebody that's a little bit better than you comes and tells you, dude, you're lifting the weights wrong. Like, yeah, you're lifting the weights, but you're lifting it wrong. You're using your wrong muscle. You're supposed to be using the shoulder. You're using your, your back or your bicep or whatever. And then they touch you and refix it. You know, they might just move you an inch to the left, an inch to the right. But they change your whole format. And then after you do it at that point, it feels so much easier. Everything about whatever they said, however they impacted you, makes everything going forward so much easier. That's what she did for me in that moment. So in that moment, you know, I didn't automatically, you know, block people out of my life. I was like, yo, I'm not talking to nobody. I'm keeping my boundaries up because in a lot of ways, that's how I felt. I, I, I felt at that time that, you know, I let too many people close to me. But that is the quality that makes me who I am. That's the quality that allows me to interact with people in a way that, like, I don't, I don't really rise and fall. I don't really, like, I get real mad and I don't really get real removed. I'm just, I'm this. This is it, right? And so I kept that message with me since then. That was probably literally 10, 8 or 9, 10 years ago. When I had that conversation. And I've kept that with me. And that's become kind of like a, 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 a principle of my life. And so relating that back to this episode. That's really, to, it, to me, if you take away anything from this episode, that's the takeaway. That you can let people, or if you're going to let people close to you, you got to be sure about their intention. There's some of us that can't help but let people close to us. Some of us just, that's just what we do. That's who we are. That's how we work. That's how we operate. That's how we're successful. We let people close. There's some people that operate like, yo, you stay over there. I'm going to yell at you from across the moat. Like, hey, yo, you know what I'm saying? And that's cool too. But there's some of you I know that are listening that you, you know, you let people in. 
And I'm just saying to you, you have to be able to question the intention of the people you let close to you on any level that's personally close, like body to body, mentally close, people you share ideas with, and in the day and time we live in now, that's social media close as well. My wife and I shared the sex of our baby on Facebook for the first time. That space is intimate, bro. Like, regardless of how open it is, what people do with it, you have the ability to create your own space on Facebook. That's why there's a password to get into your space. That's why anybody can't just come in your space and wild out. People can't walk into your house and start throwing over plants and furniture unless you let them. So yesterday, someone came into my house and threw over plants and furniture. Somebody, some people, and, I, and yeah, some people came into my house and and threw down the furniture, threw dirt on the carpet. You know, basically said "f your couch," and I blocked them. <laughs> I mean, like, I. So, let's take it out of Facebook terms. Because I, I think Facebook terms allow people to remove the, the power of the action. I don't, I don't even know if that makes sense. But when people say, oh, you blocked them? People connect that blocked word with, like, just a social media action. Like, just an online action. I didn't block them. I removed them from having access to my life. Point blank, period. No need to go into further detail. No need to say why. No need to say what happened. It doesn't matter. You know, when Martin was on TV, TV, he would throw people out. You know what I'm saying? That was his thing. He was like, yo, when he felt people disrespected, he walked them out of his house. And it was funny. It's a joke. Blah, blah, blah. But when it came to the exchange that happened yesterday, <clears throat> it doesn't matter why. It doesn't matter how it doesn't matter what was said, really. It doesn't matter. Because and and in the episode that I was going, that I was prepared to release today, I went into a whole diatribe about what happened, what was said, who said what, blah 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 blue. And you know, it wasn't it still wasn't coming from a place of anger or anything, but it was just too much detail. And it didn't need to be. The point is, if you come into my house and disrespect my things, I will ask you to leave. And on online, you don't have to ask. 
you have more control. So I unfriended someone. These terms make it sound so... I need whoever does the next Facebook to put real terms. It needs to be like remove from life. Remove from life button. It's not unfriend. Many of these people we're not friends with anyway. That's not really the focus, right? Oh, you're friends with everyone. Everyone, you know, Facebook and the like have really put a different slant on the term friends. I think on Facebook in particular, like you have memories together with people that might be 30 years old that make you feel like you still know them. But the people I was interacting with yesterday don't know me. Or they know a version of me that they think is me. And then they got stuck. You know, I talk about, I used to talk about, I didn't talk about that some more. I talk about on this podcast a lot, you know, in particular men that get stuck in a certain phase of their life. Everybody knows when a man is stuck in life. You know, you can tell by their haircut when they got stuck. Like, oh, based on your haircut, you got stuck when you were about 28. And that's it. You could tell by a man's clothes, by the shoes a man wants to wear, by the watch a man wears. A lot of different things you could tell when a man got stuck. And that's not a bad thing. Like, there's nothing wrong with getting stuck. But you could usually tell by looking at someone and having a few small certain interactions with them where they got stuck. And where people think, like, where your relationship got stuck. Or... You know, like, if you haven't interacted with someone in 20 years and you see them, people might, like, resort to, like, oh, you remember that time 20 years ago when you did X, Y, Z? That's where y'all's relationship got stuck. So yesterday, with the exchange that I had with a few people, our relationship was stuck. Our connection, relationship is a little too strong because relay means that there's an exchange. Our connection got stuck in 1997 I mean let's be real let's be honest our relationship got stuck 20 years ago when we were all about 20 and you know people interact with you based on whatever your last interaction was whatever your last real interaction was that's how people interact with you. And so that's how these people chose to interact with me. And I'm just not that. Like, I'm just not in that space. I'll go back and forth with someone all day long, whatever the topic is, because I like dialogue. That's how I learn. I don't really learn very well from, like, just going to a source and reading. I, that, that's just, I'm old and mature enough to acknowledge like where I do best with getting my information I don't do well with just going to the source and doing my own research I like people to share with me because all of that to me is dynamic and there's an illusion of, of, of dynamic exchange on Facebook and social media because you know you're going back and forth so it seems dynamic but <clears throat> there's so many nuances in the way that people communicate online that many times this dynamic is exchange is not authentic. People are putting on airs to speak in front of an audience that they think might be watching. 
they're high-fiving people and they're waiting on the likes to uh, validate their points. They're waiting on people to like them and to at them and say, what, what's going on? And they tell them the story, oh, da 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 Now, these people that I interacted with yesterday um, don't know me today. You know, they have some insight into who I am based on my podcast, based on my very purposefully designed and manufactured podcast. And they have some insight into, you know, my life in terms of, you know, I have a wife, I have children, I have a job, I like music, you know what I'm saying? I'm into education, you know, I have a certain core group of friends, like that is the totality of their interaction with me and then whatever they knew of me from 20 years ago when we were in college and as a result of that um these individuals you know to keep it gully came out their neck sideways at me not with content not with content that I disagreed with because Truth be told, whatever we were talking about didn't really matter because I have my, you know, I have my thoughts and views on a certain topic. They have their thoughts and views. The reason, one of the main reasons why I love Facebook is that you can see where people are coming from. You can address it. You can choose to agree and you can be like, oh, snap, I didn't even know that. They shared this article with me. Yo, that's crazy. I didn't even know that. You know? My boy Rashawn shared an article with me about Martin Luther King a few weeks ago, a few months ago, and I was like, yo, I did not know Dr. King said that. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, that's what the exchange is supposed to be. And these people came out of the neck sideways at me, and um, I wasn't mad in terms of, like, mad I was just not I I didn't care enough to continue to have the exchange and I blocked them I hit the remove from my life button because their presence wasn't adding anything to my life and based on how the tone even though it's hard to tell tone those of us that have been around a long time you know we read emails every day and we read online communication every day. We read letters every day. And you could tell the tone of a letter. You know? So the same way I wouldn't let anybody come up to me at work and point at me. And be like, you need to... You're not going to come on my page. On my manufactured space. And tell me anything about myself. Period. I could drop the mic right now and end the episode. What you're not going to do is come up and slide on my page and tell me anything about myself. You're not going to tell me what you need to do is this. You need to expand this. You need to have a bigger outlook. What I don't like about you is this. Listen, son, you're not going to do that. And if you do, I'm going to pack up your things for you and I'm going to hit the remove from my life button. That's it. 
So the person that I blocked, interestingly enough, you know, I've seen on other places, like, she's, like, talking wild reckless. Yeah, it was a woman, ladies and gentlemen, a grown 40-plus-year-old, I don't know, a woman that was calling me out my name and, you know, telling me I need to grow a pair and, oh, this is what you call manhood, all those things, right? And, you know, it dawned on me during this exchange as well that, yo, as a man, you have to have restraint. You know, people like always, you know, you don't hit women, you don't hit women. I never understood like what if somebody hit you, you know, as a young man, as a child, somebody hit you, you hit them back, blah, 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 blah. But it's like as a man, if you're called to lead in whatever situation, if you're called to be a role model in whatever situation, you have to have restraint. And I had to apply so much restraint yesterday with this person. Not because like. You know, I know things about this person from 20 years ago that don't matter anymore. I could have went crazy and talked wild, reckless, and you know, I could be like, oh, that's why you're blah, 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 blah. Like, I, but what? what is that? That's not even restraint. That's just like, for why? Like, for what? For what? You know what I'm saying? So I just, I mean, I just hit the button, man. And as I'm thinking about this morning, I'm going to hit the button on a couple more people today. Some people that were interacting with me in that conversation that I just, I'm removing you from my life button, button. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to hit the remove from my life button, button. Because, you know, people are cool until it's not cool. You know? There's a very, very thin line between, like, authenticity, personal, you know, being personal, and whatever. I can't even think of the three things. But all of those things are blurred on social media. The thing that's crazy is that the episode that was supposed to be happening today before the whole online interaction happened... The title of the episode was going to be The Devil is a Like. The Devil is a Like. Everybody knows the old Negro spiritual saying that, you know, the devil is a lie. That means that, hey, look, whatever you think is going to happen is not going to happen because the devil is a liar. So I removed, I, I, you know, I was talking with my boy Rashawn. I was like, yo, the devil is a like because people will do and say anything online for that like button. And what you're not going to do on my page anyway is try to extort my disposition for likes from your fans, from your people, from your lemmings in some way, you know, try to use against me. So the moral of the story is this. Protect your space. Protect your house at any and all means. Don't let people too close. For those of you that can't help it, you got to be sure that you know the intention of the people that you allow close to you, right? You got to be sure that, you know, people are treating you with respect. So you can demand respect and people don't have to give it to you. You know that, right? So if you demand respect or if you command, there's a difference between commanding and demanding. I'll talk about that another week. If you command respect and people don't 
adhere to it. Make it so that they have no choice. That's it. Hit the remove from my life button. As a matter of fact, I think I'm going to change the episode to remove from my life button, the Facebook story. See, that's what that's why God is so great because you know, last night's episode that I recorded, I wasn't in an angry space like I said, but I was in a space of, you know, oh, I'm a I'm a tell my story. You know damn right. You know what I'm saying? Um and this morning, I'm in a serene place. I'm in the like, yo, just beware. He take heed as they say. Um because folks are out there lurking, searching for that like, searching for that Facebook applause, you know, p- playing for their audience. And you could be like, yo, I'm not the one. You're not going to come at me and talk sideways. You're not going to disrespect me. No, nope. you don't even got to do all that. Boop, hit that button. Boop, boop, hit that button. You know what I'm saying? Keep it real. You think you could come on my page? I see a lot of people. The reason why I'm saying that because I see that happen all the time. I see people like defending their page out loud. You think you could come to my page and say da 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 da? Boop, Hit that button and keep it moving. Y'all have a great day. Thank y'all for tuning in. It's the Idea of Manhood, Season 2, Episode 16. Peace.